Hello, how you doing today? Thanks for joining me. Today is today. And don't you forget it. For me, while recording this, today's actually December 13th, 2019. It's another Friday the 13th, which I think we've had quite a few of those this year, like maybe four. I don't know. I didn't look it up, but um, yeah, I, I kind of remember seeing something like that. One last Friday, the 13th. What is it with this day? I'm going to research this after today's episode, like why Friday the 13th are supposed to be crazy or spooky, like the movie. I've never seen that movie. You know, for someone who is into film and television and video production, oh man, if I told you the list of great movies that I've never seen. You might be offended. Uh, I don't know. I I just don't spend much time watching movies. Even though when I do, I love it. I love movies, um, especially good ones. And and I, I appreciate the time I spend watching them when I do, but I don't do it very often. So that's a thing about me. I wish I spent more time watching movies, but then again, there's another part of me that's like, no, you don't, because, I don't know, there's a lot of other stuff that I feel like I should be spending my time doing, and that's that's what I choose to do most of the time. Well, welcome to episode 14. There's not going to be a big, long intro today. I'm just jumping right into it because today is going to be fun. It's going to be a little different, and that's because I don't really have much of a plan today. You know, I don't think that it's that obvious to you, the listener, but over the past handful of episodes, I've really kind of kept myself to a script and spent time writing a long outline for the episode, and then while recording it, I wasn't really giving myself the freedom to just talk about whatever was coming to me in that moment, whatever I was thinking of. It was, um, they've really been kind of scripted. And that's worked pretty well because it's given me time to really fully think about ideas. But I think in other ways, it sort of has held me back because this was always meant to be just a free-flowing conversation, sort of stream of consciousness recording each and every morning. And I've already strayed from the each and every morning thing because that just wasn't sustainable, but I'm not holding it against myself. But when it comes to like the free flowing stream of consciousness, I'm just down here having fun documenting my life. Um, I have strayed from that a little bit and it has kind of made me reconsider what my true goals are at this stage of of this project. And I'm happy to say that uh, this sort of episode is something I want to allow myself to do more often, where I'm just letting thoughts kind of flow and not really sticking to a script. Because there's something special that happens when, when you're present and when you're not trying to... Uh, you know, come off as sharing like full form lessons when you're just talking. 
So that's what I'm doing now. And we'll see where it goes. I did have one word in mind that I wanted to spend time considering together today. And that's the word consistency. Because that's really the the main thing about this project is I want to be consistent. Um, and I've, I've done that so far pr- pretty well. And I can, I can see that I have to really remind myself of the why behind this if I want to continue being consistent and not falling off. So that's where we're at. And yeah, I've, I've mentioned this quite a few times that I go back and listen to these episodes because it's a good opportunity for me to learn how to get better you know, while listening, I often notice moments where I wish I had said other stuff. I wish I had gone in different directions. Uh, but that has kind of come back to the fact that I've been sticking to the outline. So, um, so it hasn't allowed me like the freedom to really stray. And sometimes in that uh, wandering is when you find some of the best stuff. But I found with the outline when I started to wander, I would struggle to come up with the words I was, I was trying to express. So, um, so yeah, I, I have, I've been listening back to these episodes and it's kind of funny cause you know, I, I, <laughs> I can, I think that as I, I, I record that most people would be listening actively and kind of forming their own thoughts about the topics that I'm discussing. And I appreciate that. But I also realized that it's really terribly easy to just have something on in the background and just be passive about your listening. And I was really laughing at myself because I, I re-listened to the episode that I recorded about judgment. And in the moment, I was just focused on driving. I was not paying attention to what I was talking about. And I caught myself uh, just focusing on thinking about what was happening in front of me, which is a good thing because you're like, I'm driving. But uh, but it made me laugh because uh, we do this so often, right? And in that moment, I was not giving any attention to what was being said on the podcast. Um, and, and it made me chuckle because that's sort of like, that's so, that's so great. It's, it's fun to think that that's the case many times in many situations. And and it helped me remember that that's not why this thing exists. That's not why I'm doing this project is for people to, um, or like for myself to think that I need to, I don't know, feel as though this is like an important part of someone's day. I mean, I hope in some ways it is and that it can be valuable, but really this is just about consistently documenting my life. And um, and being consistent with uh, with a promise that I made to myself. So I think that the biggest thing when it comes to consistency is just just keep showing up, right? It doesn't matter if anyone's listening or paying attention. Um, it doesn't. I mean, in, in some ways, it doesn't matter if if the episodes are good or bad. Um, just continuing to show up and do the work. And staying connected to the why behind why why I started is is really my main focus, and it should be that, and it shouldn't be anything other than that right now 
at least. Um, because I, I, I've experienced that self-belief and confidence in one's ability uh, to do something is formed through momentum. And just gaining that momentum is, is the battle. Um, but to be in your own head and uh, constantly criticizing or second-guessing yourself is going to slow down the, the, any momentum that, that you start to gain. And you know, confidence takes practice. In order to get better at something and be confident in your ability, you got to just practice it. Which, it, it, you know, practice consists of learning from failures, just constantly messing up. <laughs> so it's funny to think about consistency in, in any project because, like, you just got to be consistently okay with failing. And then just learning from those failures and implementing the new strategies that you need in order to find a little bit of success. But... In order to fail consistently, you're going to need humility, right? And persistence. We got to stick out the tough times. We can't let the bumps in the road stop us. And that's kind of what I've been really feeling over the past two weeks, or definitely this last week. There's just been little bumps in the road um, in my recording schedule and in my personal life and professional life that, um, I mean, they're not even, they're not like bad bumps. They're just, um, obstacles that I've had to man, you know, manage and make my way through in order to continue being consistent with this. So a lot of that just comes back to owning, um, the responsibilities that you have and getting stuff done because, it's so easy to procrastinate. I think almost all of us can relate to that. Even people who uh, are high achievers and get way more done than the uh, general population, I think in their own head, sometimes they can think that they're procrastinating um, on certain things at least. So yeah, I mean, that, that's, it's, it's better just to do the work right? Just get it done. I, I think that like there is certain work in our lives that we're meant to do. Uh, and it, it, it can, we can sometimes convince ourselves that we're not meant to do it because of whatever reason we have in our head. But the big dreams that we have, I, I am personally under the impression that those things are there for a reason and that we are meant to put in the work in order to see that dream become a reality. I hope that you can somehow agree with that in some ways. I know that can seem a little bit like, I don't know, self-helpy, personal, develop, personal development type, like motivation talk that yeah, I'm, I get uh, just as annoyed by that stuff um, myself, but it can be really helpful in, in certain ways. But I, I really do believe in certain aspects of the fact that there's work that you are here to accomplish. Um, 
And I think that's a good way to look at it. It's that there's work here on earth that you're meant to accomplish. Not just like there's dreams and purpose and those sort of big, airy, kind of cloudy ideas. Like, you know, that it's hard to fully uh, commit to because you don't know exactly what to do or how you would ever accomplish that thing. So I think it's good to look at it like this, man. There's a lot of work for you to do here, and it's up to you to decide and decipher what work is meant to be done by you and what work you aren't meant to do so that um, yeah, so that you can you can live a, a more meaningful life and the life that you were created to live. Again, that sentence sounds a little bit... Uh, self-helpy. I don't know. It's funny to think about me. <laughs> it's funny to think about myself because I, I'm i really uh, into all that personal development stuff. I think there's so much value in it to learn from other people's uh, opinions and stories and um and I'm, yeah, I'm I'm into that stuff. That's why I share that stuff. But I also am highly aware of the fact that um, people, and not not even just cynical or negative people, like people who are positive too, can kind of look at that stuff or hear that stuff and feel certain feelings of like, you know, people get other people to buy into something that that isn't real that is just for their own benefit and they're like preying on other people um and and their own insecurities and all that jazz i don't know it's interesting to think about i don't know where i was going with it but worth mentioning but i do believe that all of us are meant to to get some work done while we're here and it's always better just to do it because if you push it off you know, so much that it just becomes more painful than it has to be. That's a big lesson, a big, huge lesson that I've learned. It, the, it becomes more painful the longer you procrastinate the work. So you might as well just do the work. And another part of that is your work in this stage, it's likely not going to look like what you want it to look like at the end, but you have to do that initial work in order to learn and fail, get better, and then, you know, do what you need to do next time to make it better. That, um, like, per- perfectionism can be an excuse for procrastination. And I've used it so often that I, I, oh, I'm working on this thing, but it has to be perfect. I have to make it in its, like, I have to finish it. It has to be in its final form before I can ever share it. That is not true, let me tell you, because when you first start off, like with this podcast, no one, I mean, you are listening, and I appreciate you as someone who's taken the time to follow along on this journey, but like, it's not a huge deal if I like totally mess up, or if like something catastrophic happens, the the full implications of that aren't really like going to make that much of a difference. I'm just saying. 
at, at this stage. And, and that's how you have to look at any sort of thing you're working on is like the early stages, you can't really do much wrong. Okay, you're, there aren't, there's not enough pressure or enough eyes or ears to do anything that would, that would totally like end the, the potential momentum, right? So don't allow those ideas to stop you from doing any of the work. Like do, do the work, get, get what you can done, do do it to your ability in this moment and then learn from it and just get better. Um, I think that's just so important because I've, I've really lived through some tough mental moments in my time where I just feel really negative and cynical about my ability and about whether or not I, I can do any, I can do it. I can accomplish the thing or finish the project. But I think so much of it so much of the reason I have those thoughts is because I want it to be perfect and I have to just surrender that idea of it ever being what I want it to be in that, in, in that current stage. I got to just do the work and, and send it. Julie always <laughs> reminds me of the just send it, uh, you know, <laughs> that, that lifestyle because it's funny to think about how like action sports has sort of taken that on as just send it or send it, you know, and you can really like uh, apply that to your like daily life of sending emails, of making phone calls, uh, of like recording a podcast and just uploading it. Just send it man. send it. Don't don't think about it. Stop second guessing it. Just do those things, that sort of work. It seems like it's not important, but it is important because we build on it and momentum is created through that. And I mentioned before that self-belief is formed through momentum. We're only going to believe in ourselves and and get closer to accomplishing anything is if we can by, by you know building momentum. So cool. That, that all seemed pretty fun to talk about. Let's totally change gears and just talk about me and my vocabulary. I, I feel as, as though I have a limited vocabulary. Uh, I haven't been reading a lot recently, which I don't, I don't like because reading is something I enjoy doing. So why, why am I not doing it more often? I don't know. Many excuses that I can tell you, but I will spare you that. But I haven't been reading, and I've, I've been, I listen back to these episodes, and I realize that my vocabulary, in some ways, is pretty limited. I use a lot of the same words, um, which is, it is what it is. I'm not saying that reading will cure that, um, but it's also funny to just hear back my uh, speech pattern, the amount that uh, I stutter and, like, say multiple words in order to get to the word I'm thinking of. That's been funny and entertaining. I, I particularly actually like it. I can notice myself doing it right now, and it's, it's fun. I, I don't know. That's just a thought. But speaking of reading, uh, I did want to share with you one thing I kind of had prepared was just this 
<laughs> this joke of a list um, that I, I wrote back in January, 2019 book list, list uh, a list of books that I wanted to read this year that I didn't, um, I didn't come close to completing, but that's okay. Because um, one thing about reading, especially types of book, uh, the types of books that I like to read is you can't just read a bunch of books that have to do with uh, improving your life or thinking about a certain topic in a particular way, you know, whether that's like habits or um, whatever, whatever sort of topic. The thing is, like, you can't just read a bunch of those books and expect your life to change. You have to actually implement the, the advice given, right? That's a huge game changer. And when I realized that, I started to experience some of the momentum that I've been talking about. Um, You actually have to implement the advice that you read about into your life. Because if you don't, you just read a book. And that, that, that doesn't mean anything. I mean, you can say, oh, I read that book. Yeah, but did you like do any of the things that the person took time to write down? Did you actually try? Because um, that, that's, where, that's where life has the potential to really uh, start to feel meaningful and feel like you're making some progress is when you start implementing some of the things you read about, specifically when it comes to personal development, which is the types of books that I like to read. I also like to read other books too. But um, here, here's a list of the books that I did read this year and it's short and uh yeah i don't know i felt like sharing it with you because i know um, a lot of people who like to read and i know a lot of people who don't like to read which is fine too Uh, i encourage people to read more i think that there's something out there for everybody and i think that reading is a time to be still it's a time for our mind to slow down and not be so caught up in the rat race of life and social media. But if you're listening to this and thinking, well, I don't like rating, then that's fine. Okay. You don't have to like it and you don't have to do it either. But the first book that I read in 2019 in January was a book called Building a Story Brand. That was a great book to start off the year with, but I need to go back and reread it because... I didn't, there were certain things about it that uh, I think I, st- I kind of started to implement into my life, but uh, definitely not enough. And now that I have this podcast, um, I think that it would be good to go back and read and remind myself what a story brand is and how I can do a better job of just you know, forming that when it comes to my presence online. And then, um, when I finished that book, I jumped right into Husband Coached Childbirth. I read that in January and February, and uh, I can't say that I finished the entire thing, but I did get real far. Like I, I almost read that whole entire book, and I read enough of it to take notes in in my little journal so that I felt prepared when Julie uh, was giving birth. And man, I'm glad I read that book because it became, it was really helppful. Um, And one of these days I'll share Julie's birth story. I guess 
or Quinn's birth story, um, the experience that Julie and I had that night, and it was awesome. Uh, I'm glad I read that book because most of it happened at home, and then Quinn was born in the ER, and I almost missed it because I was parking the car. They didn't say anything about that in this husband coach child birth book, but uh, yeah. Then after that, um, I read Girl, Wash Your Face by Rachel Hollis. I enjoyed it. Uh, that was a good book. Grace-Filled Marriage. I read that in February and March of 2019. Um, I think that was given to us as a gift from my mother-in-law. And it was given to both Julie and I. And I was like, you know what? Let me read this. Let me see what this is all about. And it was really helpful. And grace is such a powerful thing. And when we uh, infuse it into our marriage, we have the, the potential to really experience um, an amazing, true connection and love. And grace is something that has truly, I believe, been given to each and every one of us. And I've experienced it myself. And through that, I've been able to uh, leave a lot of like guilt behind and a lot of like the negative thoughts about certain situations no longer exist in me. And that's because of grace. And uh, having that in my marriage and in our marriage has been great. But again, I could probably go back and reread it and have new thoughts and new ways I could put that into practice. And then in April, I read The War of Art. And that book can not be, um, I, I, I don't know. I cannot say enough great things about that book. It can't be like, I can't even quantify how impactful the lessons in that book are. So if you're a creative and you, uh, and you want to read a book about the creative process and how we're meant to do the work, sort of what I talked about earlier, uh, read The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. That book is awesome. And then in May, I read Ego is the Enemy uh, by Ryan Holiday, who is someone that I admire and uh, I enjoy all of his books. I read quite a few over the years and it was great. I mean, his style is that he definitely... Um, he looks to historical figures and uh, just history in general to tell a lot of great stories. And I know the amount of research that it takes to do that. So it's, um, yeah, it's, there, there, there are great books, all of his books, but Ego is the Enemy in particular. Um, at that time in May, after being with Quinn for a few months, um, that was a good time to read that book. And then just recently, I started the book about a month ago in November, or no, I, 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 I took it out of my bookshelf in August, then never read it. And then, yeah, sometime in like October, or November, started reading a book called Dallas and the Spitfire. And it's a book about discipleship. And uh, it's okay. I'm not loving it, which is why I haven't continued to uh, really stay consistent with reading it, but it's about a relationship between, um, a gentleman who, uh, who 
signs up for like a discipleship program. And then the person that he gets matched with is uh, like a young 21 year old who has just had a really tough life, uh, like extremely tough life and um, abusive and addicted and um, a lot of crime. And these two get matched up. They work on a car together, uh, a Triumph Spitfire. And um, yeah, maybe I'll keep reading it and have more to say about it. But those are some books that I've read recently. And then here's a book, here's a list of books that I said I wanted to read that I didn't read. So I'll just list them off quickly because why not? I don't know. That's just something I want to do today. So do the work and turning pro and the artist journey. That's three books. Do the work, turning pro, the artist journey. All three of those are written by Stephen Pressfield. And judging by how much I was impacted by the war of art, I need to read all of those books. And his writing style is conducive to reading it very quickly. So I need to read those books. I need to get them from the library. I think that's why I kind of held off on do the pro or do the work or turning pro is that it was not available at the library. So do the work, turning pro, the artist journey, all by Stephen Pressfield. Atomic Habits. Um, I heard really good things about this book and I would love to read it because I am someone who thinks a lot about habits and how powerful habits are and how our habits and our decisions specifically shape our life experience. Um, And then Living on Purpose is just a book that I remember seeing like a Instagram um, sponsored ad for, I think. Uh, or the, I think they were giving away uh, free audio versions of Living on Purpose. So I was like, oh, I can get a free version of that and read it or, or listen to it. So yeah, maybe I'll get that one. And then um, The Obstacle is the Way, which is another Ryan Holiday book, which I guess if I, I haven't, I haven't read it yet. That's like one, that's one of his biggest books. That's the one that has really launched a big part of his career when it comes to speaking and being engaged with like professional sports. So I definitely want to read that, especially because he also came out with a book just a couple months ago called Stillness is the Key. And in some ways you can wrap up uh, the obstacle is the way, ego is the enemy, and stillness is key or is the key. And you can wrap those three up as, as if they're almost like a series, even though they're their own individual books. Um, So yeah, those are two other ones. And then two books that I've been meaning to read for a long time, The Motivation Manifesto and Life's Golden Ticket, both written by Brendan Burchard, who, when I read his book, um, High Performance Habits, I was in a stage of my life where I was feeling like I needed to make a change and be more productive. And I read High Performance Habits and it had a profound impact on the way that I think and uh, how I'm able to strengthen self-belief through habits. So I wrote a lot of notes when I read that book, and it's a it's a pretty big one um, that I, that I could probably read once a year and get new things out of it all the time. But I, I really want to read those other two books by him because yeah, he's someone that I admire as well. He's just like a really positive person. Uh, and that is something that this world needs more of. 
it has it already has a lot of it in, in my opinion but there's never enough positivity and love and talking about what we're all capable of that's a great place to end this man i think we're all capable of so much um two quick quotes because there's nothing better than butchering an amazing quote at the end of a podcast episode. <laughs> um, th- this just recently came up on my time hop on Facebook, which I guess it's no longer time hop, right? It's just, uh, I guess, Facebook memories. Um, it came up, I guess, two or three years ago. I wrote or I think I created like a cover photo of a Thomas Edison quote. All right, I took the time to look it up because it's worth reading as it was written. Thomas Edison said, if we did all the things we are capable of, we would literally astound ourselves. We would literally be astounded by all that we are able and capable of and, and, and able to do in this world and in this lifetime. But, um, but we often kind of hold ourselves back from doing it. Uh, we don't think that we are worthy. I don't know. That's the thing I keep coming back to. I don't know if that's true. I have, I have no idea if that's a, a real thing, but I don't know. I think that sometimes we just like don't believe in ourselves. We're like, ah, you know, that's for somebody else. That's not, that's not for me, but that's, that's not true. I think, as I mentioned before, we're all meant to do, do stuff while we're here. And those dreams that you have are a great uh, compass to the direction in which you should be aiming your life. And then the other quote that I wanted to share uh, is by Malcolm X. And I'm not going to take the time to look it up because I don't want to waste either one of our times. I'm not wasting time. It would probably be better if I just did it, but whatever. This is one of those episodes. I'm pretty sure the quote goes, that which you don't hate, you tolerate. And obviously, he was speaking specifically about a certain time and thoughts and beliefs and prejudices that were going on in the United States during uh, his lifetime. Um, what That which you do not hate, you tolerate. So that is that's incredibly powerful because I think, and the, the first time I was ever exposed to this quote, it was presented in a way that really had a big, profound impact on me, which was the the guy, Ed Milet, uh, who was talking, who shared that quote on an episode of Impact Theory, said that, you know, if you don't hate being average, then you just tolerate it. Like being average is like a slow anesthesia in our life. Like it just, if we tolerate it, if, if we don't hate because, listen, you don't need to hate your life, but if there are certain things that you want to do in life that you're like, man, my, I would have more meaning if I was doing this. If you don't hate the fact that you're not doing it, then you're just going to tolerate the fact that you're not doing it and your life is just going to stay the way it is. And, it's, and you know, that, that's fine if you're fine with it. And for me, there are certain things that I look at that I, I wish were different and uh, I've have always kind of come back to that quote, that which I do not hate, I tolerate and think, well, if I want something to be different, then I should hate that it's not different. And 
And I've been trying to do that. And it helps because then I don't even allow it in my life anymore. Once you start to have those really strong feelings about it, you don't tolerate it anymore. You, you don't allow yourself to, to stay where you're at or continue doing the things you've been doing. You, you really start to make changes. So, yeah. I hope that this episode was fun. I'm looking forward to getting back down here and recording the 15th episode soon. So until then, um, go love some people, be kind, realize that you only know a little tiny, tiny, tiny bit about someone's life, even if you're really close to them, uh, that everyone has stuff going on behind the scenes. So be gentle and nice and loving. And uh, yeah, that's a goal that I think we all can get better at. All right, that's enough. Love you. Bye. Hey, one last thing. If you like this episode and are looking forward to new episodes of this series, I encourage you to leave a review and subscribe to this show. I'm no social media guru, but I think that's how more people are going to have a chance to hear it. Thanks again. Have a great day.